the purpose is to grow, is, is to adapt, to become better. And yeah. so, you know, it, it's not to accumulate a mountain of wealth. It's not to accumulate a bunch of notches on your belt. It's not to get six pack abs. Like it's it's none of those things. Cause those things are, uh, you know, they're fleeting. They're, they don't have any lasting value, uh, but it, it's to grow. It's to become the best version of yourself possible. Episode number 96. And today we have with us a multimillionaire, coach and mentor, YouTuber and founder of the Bulldog Mindset. He's retired at 33 and has dedicated his life to helping others change their lives as well. It is John Sanmez. Yes. Thanks guys, thanks for having me. Of course. All right. I think to just start out, I know your story is very intense and there's so much to dive into, but just from the very beginning, starting out very young at the age of 19 with a job making 150,000 a year. I like to dive into that a little bit before we get into anything else. The audience can understand a little more about you before it all came to be like, for instance, so how did you land that kind of job so young? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of it was luck, right? It was just timing. A lot of times you got to take advantage of, of luck. I was a software developer. And at that time, I was learning C, C++, like had some skills in that. And a recruiter just happened to contact me from Southern California. I was living in Boise, Idaho at the time. And they had this job that was basically like $75 an hour. And since I lived out of state, I could get wow. per diem, which basically reduced the taxes on it. And I mean, the interview process, I hardly went through an interview. It was just, it was a, a big boom they had right then. It was called the dot, you know, the dot com boom in the two early 2000s. And uh, it just, you know, the stars aligned and I ended up getting, getting the job. So I just got that kind of a lucky break there. You know, I was a software developer, obviously I, I had, you know, software development skills, but it, it certainly was not you know the average job that you could expect having those skills at that time so mm -hmm. yeah and then uh also your, your content is all about helping out us guys and you obviously seem very passionate about this so what what sparked this desire to to promote change and, and be a coach and mentor to everyone yeah you know mostly my own life just the the things i was going through and then the growth that i was uh, going through from reading a lot of books from just uh, developing myself and realizing, you know, the, the path that I had taken in life, because I started off really, you know, I was a computer programmer, right, really nerdy, very shy, lazy. And I had to learn, like, you know, how to, how to change how to become the man that I wanted to become, I didn't even know that, that was possible, I didn't even know who that was. And it was a long process. It was a lot of work and everything from learning how to build a business and become financially independent to getting in shape. And then especially dealing with women, I was extremely shy. I lacked social skills. I, you know, I had to learn those things. And so what I realized was that all these things that I had learned, the path I had taken over life that, that I could give that uh, kind of a shortcut to, uh, to guys today that, that needed that. And they needed it even more than I needed it. Because back then, you know, we had within society, at least some amount of masculinity that, that guys could emulate and understand what it was. But in today's society, that's, it's hard to find. So. 
Right. Well, okay. And also, could you give us like a deep dive, I guess, into into the past, into when before the change happened, like when before you started to try to change yourself mm -hmm. and, and promote a healthy mindset onto yourself? What was going on before then and what sparked that change within yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, I really just had the victim mindset. I was really in like, and like I said, with initially with that job, like a lot of my life, like most people's life is dependent on luck, right? They're not actually forging their destiny. They're not actually making those choices. They're just saying, okay, well, what person will give me a job? I'll take this job. And then, oh, I got laid off. I got another job. I take that job. I do whatever's laid out in front of me instead of, of taking charge. So that's what my life was like. And, you know, I played a lot of video games, World of Warcraft, you know, <laughs> I got, uh -huh. uh, you know, at one point I was in shape, you know, when I was, uh, when I was graduating high school, early into college, but then I got out of shape. I got lazy. Uh, again, I got fat. And, you know, I just, my my life was not it wasn't horrible right i was making good money i was a software developer but i you know i got to this point where i was, I was like okay look you're not going to get what you want out of life like you're not the guy like i had this delusion right you know we kind of have this delusion in our head and I, and I think of it as like someday someday i'll you know i'll be you know everyone thinks they're gonna be a rock star someday they think they're gonna become famous they think they're gonna you know whatever get all the girls you know and it's like yeah it's not gonna happen that's not the reality it's not it's not waiting for you someday unless you make it happen it can be the reality but you have to do the steps to make it happen and so that's where i was at sort of this complacency and blaming you know when bad things happen on on luck and faith instead of taking charge of my of, of my life mm. wow you know that that reminds me though i know you went through a major transformation i think you were what was your heaviest like 300 pounds or I, I, yeah I was about 300 around 300 pounds so basically from that point to now like what in the very beginning do you say you know i had enough I'm ready to make this change. I'm trying to, you know, eat better, start to exercise. Yeah, I, I think the biggest, the biggest thing that triggered that was, I mean, I remember going to buy some size 46 pants and that's where I was like, all right, I had to stop pretending like I wasn't fat. Cause I was like, all right, you know, 44 is, is pretty big, but 46, that's clearly fat. And, and at that point I realized I was like, okay, this is the path that I'm going down. Like it, the pant sizes are getting bigger. They're not getting smaller. And so if they don't start getting smaller, they're going to just continue to get bigger, right? That's not the way that I, I want to, and I'm not going to become, you know, I had this vision in my head, my head of who I am. And I'm like, you're, you're not that guy. You're, you're just, you're just a poser. You're just fake, you know? Uh, so I had to decide I'm going to become that guy. And that's where really, I started to realize that if I didn't turn around the ship right away right now, that I was not going to, you know, that my, my future was going to be just getting fatter and not, you know, or, or just like staying where I'm at and never, never getting to where I could be or where I wanted to be. Mm. Yeah. And earlier, you also mentioned about how people have these big dreams, and they expect that naturally, it's going to come to them, or they're going to grow into this mindset magically or somehow. And that's really an issue that, that we've noticed with the whole law of attraction, uh, you know, this phase that's been going on. People see it and they just somehow think that, oh, if I, if I just believe it's going to happen. Um, and obviously, you know, it takes hard work, but where, where do you stand in all this? Yeah, I mean, I think there's some validity to the law of attraction, to the idea of it, but it's not just like you're just going to like 
think that's going to happen or want it to happen and it's going to happen it's that you're going to believe it's going to happen so much that you're going to make it happen right that's that's the thing is it's like you're going to take the steps you're going to act as if it's already happened act as if you're already this person and that that's what's going to facilitate it happening i think there is maybe beyond that some sort of you know thing we don't understand about why affirmations why like that positive belief does work I, i do think there's there's some something there but a majority of it is going to come from actually taking the action it's, it's just like sometimes religious people say you know I'm, I'm, I'm waiting waiting on god or whatever and it's it's usually just an excuse for inaction to not do anything and so you know i, I believe that you know what it comes down to that is that is pr- perhaps a more powerful thing there is the idea of commitment of fully commitment because if you can commit to a thing in life if you say, all right, I'm burning the boats, I am absolutely going to make this happen, that gives you the highest probability of making it happen. Mm. So and, and that's really what's required for success is because especially as an entrepreneur, you're going to fail more than you're going to succeed. And so you have to be committed to winning to succeeding. Because if you're not committed to it, you're going to give up, it's going to be too hard, you, you have to be so committed to it, that whatever happens, you're, you're going to continue that course of action, because that's how you actually win. Mm, no, no, that's some good stuff right there. Wow. Yeah. So, so what beliefs have you adopted uh, unto yourself? You know, other than the law of attraction, that's obviously out there. A lot of people are adopting this into their lives. Um, what, what has helped you, you know, build these businesses, build this brand, and just become overall successful? Yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of different things. I would say one of them that I think is most important is that uh, that life is unfair and it's not supposed to be fair and it doesn't have to be fair and no one gives no one gives a shit anyway like uh, you know about you basically like you, you can't because <laughs> so many people are like today they're trying to say oh it's unfair oh I, you know you should care about me no one cares no one gives a fuck no one cares about your problem no one cares about if it's unfair for you they'll pretend and they'll like you know change their facebook thing to support some whatever random cause it is today but they don't actually really give a fuck they're, they're not going to actually do anything for you or actually really help you so you have to help yourself right you, you have to you know to have that mindset uh, you know the, the other thing i think has been really important for me is this idea of like i don't want anything i haven't earned right if it's not mine i don't want it so you know you see this a lot with you know today with the cryptocurrency and so many i say i see young young guys just dumping all their money in there and just like you know praying for a moonshot like this is my only chance and okay even if you do succeed in doing that you haven't really earned that like that's not you're not going to get a lot of satisfaction and joy out of making a bet on cryptocurrency and suddenly getting getting rich you know probably it's not even going to happen but you know even if it does it doesn't it, that's not the point the point is like you you build satisfaction out of things that you actually accomplished and, and created. And so, yeah, so those are really some of the, the guiding things that, that I, you know, I, I think about it. So, some also things I'd say maybe is, is like just choosing the hard path because it's hard, right? It's like if you move yourself into a place of discomfort, you will grow. And really what is the purpose of life? I mean, a lot of people come up with a lot of different reasons, but to me, if it's not exactly this, it's at least somewhere close to the purpose is to grow, is, is to adapt, to become better. And yeah. so, 
you know, it, it's not to accumulate a mountain of wealth. It's not to accumulate a bunch of notches on your belt. It's not to get six pack abs. Like it's, it's none of those things. Cause those things are, uh, you know, they're fleeting They're They don't have any lasting value, uh, but it, it's to grow. It's to become the best version of yourself possible. And so when you look at life that way, then it's clear why you should take the hard path. Mm, okay. Wow. No, I, I can completely understand the mindset of wanting to just do it for your overall growth, yep. even though yep. it really is not the easiest path. And most would want to avoid that and stay with the pack that, you know, oh, this is the easy path. This is what, you know, everyone else is doing. So it seems like I should be doing it as well. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, this is reminding me, obviously you have the mindset, the bulldog mentality, your whole brand. And could you describe the process behind developing the bulldog mindset? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, well, first of all, it's letting go of the victim mindset because they're, they're the complete opposite, right? So the victim mindset says, oh, it's not my fault. It's not fair. It, it's just responsibility and blame to someone else, wow. right? The bulldog mindset, in order to adopt that, you have to take personal responsibility for everything in your life, whether it's your fault or not, whether you have a good excuse or not, because you're the one who has to deal with it ultimately. So it doesn't matter, you know, for instance, let's say that you're driving your car and some some guy sideswipes side you and then runs off, you know, hit and run. Well, you can get upset, you can blame him, you can say it's his fault, you can whatever, but ultimately you're going to have to deal with the problem. So ultimately you might as well accept it's your fault. You're the one driving the car. You're the one who got hit. It's your vehicle. So it's, it's you know, whether it's your fault, it's your responsibility. So it, it doesn't make any sense to blame anyone or, or to, to, to cry the victim card. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the other thing I say you have to do is, and it's sort of related is this idea of acceptance right? You can't be a bulldog, you can't have the bulldog mindset, and then be fighting reality, like accept whatever reality is, okay, it might not be what you want. But it is what it is. That's what so you're fat, okay, then accept that then now it's time to make a change, but you can't, you can't change anything that you don't accept. So it's about accepting reality for for what it is, because with that acceptance, now you have the power to change things. And then you know, it, it's, it's the, the never giving up. It's the commitment. It, it's sticking to a course of action. That's where the kind of the idea of the bulldog comes from is a bulldog bites or it gets something in his head and it never lets go, but it's just, it's going to keep on attacking until it, it gets what it, what it wants. And that's the thing is you have to, cause it's not, it's never going to be easy in life. No one's ever just going to give you the keys to the castle. No one's just going to hand you money. You know, girls are not just going to throw themselves at you, right? All, all these things, you're not just going to build a great physique just by, uh, you know, just just by just going to the gym a little bit or, you know, just doing a few exercises or taking a bunch of, of stuff. A lot of guys think, oh, just take a bunch of stuff and that. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to actually put in work, put in effort, and uh, and you have to go when things get hard that's that's the bulldog mindset so that's what you have to do if you want to develop it is, is to is to accept those things yeah. no that, that's awesome right that's there. so good so so good yes and so also um with you and and everyone that you've you've coached and and just seen especially after building this brand i guess what's what's one main issue that you see with young men today that they're pussies that they're they, they don't have their own thoughts they're just going along with society they're going along with i mean it, it's it's tragic 
I, especially, you know, I, I have like a, about a decent presence on a TikTok and I've been putting some of my videos on there, the clips and stuff. And man, there'll be some guys that will respond and be like, this is toxic masculinity. You should be friends with girls and you shouldn't treat. And it's like, yeah, okay. I, I get like some of the, the things that might be offensive to people that don't understand, but to actually even just come out and, 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 and like, be like, that's like, wow, that's like such a pussy behavior, you know, have a backbone, like, stand up for yourself like be a man like you're, you're not going to succeed in life with that with that kind of mindset so that's really the biggest thing is it's like there's so much of this i guess societal pressure for for guys to like get on board with the program and that's that's not how um that's not how things work that's not <laughs> that's yeah. not it's not going to get you laid it's not going to get you uh success in life and business and uh you know it being a hater like you you've got to you've got to realize that if you want to be a man you have to be a man and and, and it even goes the other way right like some guys it feels like i feel like young guys they either fall into one category or the other right and, and they're both sort of kind of pussy mindset which is that they're either very much like bought into this whole you know feminist type of viewpoint in life or they're like super the other way like red pill like thinking that uh, you know that they are uh, you know, these these studs when they're not and and they're they're almost like they're they're hating on women and and uh, and just like abusive to people and not not a good good person either right that they're not there's like this this missing element of understanding what masculinity is that uh, that i think so many young men suffer from today mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And where, where do you think this this stems from? All the, all that negativity that's just being spewed out, you know, in the comment section. Like, where do you think this comes from? Because, you know, what it seems like is, yes, it could be like a lack of understanding, or it may stem from ignorance or, or even personal experience. But, you know, to so instantly go onto the comments and just type in, nope, this is wrong, or you know, stuff like that. Like, where, where do you think this stems from? Yeah, I mean, it it stems from a sense of entitlement that is not being fulfilled right it's like you've got frustration right you know like i said you know or i tell a lot of guys i'm like people who are successful are not spending their time hating on on that's people or, or trying to you know, it and and it's the same thing it's like you know guys are getting laid or not making fun of other guys on on tiktok and saying you know because they're it doesn't because they know first of all and then second of all why like why what like how much time do you have that now you know again if you're making a platform because that's what you do uh you know that's that's a different thing like you got a youtube channel you got a podcast whatever and you're making content yeah okay that that's fine but you know when you got like no followers on tiktok and you're spending time mm -hmm. <laughs> like like no one's even listening who's listening who cares you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh same thing you know dropping comments on a youtube channel okay well, like why like what do you accomplish so usually it's coming from people that are frustrated that's that's their you know they're they're trying to create some kind of control in life and so instead of taking responsibility for their lives it's easier to blame other people and say okay well this guy's the problem this is the fault like don't listen to this guy like 
I know what I'm talking about. And, uh, and it's, it's, see, this is why things are, are bad because of people like you. That's, that's the easiest thing to do is to blame. No, yeah, no, I 100% agree. And on that note, I guess what's something that you feel people misunderstand about you? Yeah, boom, perfect. Yeah, I think that, hmm, it, I guess there's a, there's a lot of things, but people think a lot of different things, right? They want to put me into some kind of a box because they're, they're used to. So a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people in mainstream society think I'm sexist, uh, which is, is funny because, you know, uh, I, I spend a lot of time defending women and, uh, in, and, and against the, the kind of, uh, you know, kind of bull crap that, that you, you hear from some of the MGTOW and red pill type of, of, of content out there. Uh, so then, then those guys, like a lot of, a lot of those guys think that I'm this, um, blue pilled, you know, simp type of guy, which, which is, which is, is funny as well. Cause right. Cause you know, I certainly am not, I don't, I don't think that that way at all. Uh, so yeah, so I, I think that's, that's mostly the misunderstanding is that I, I don't, I'm not on a team. I don't belong to a, some collective or group. I am myself and this, these are my thoughts and my ideas. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't tow any kind of party line as far as that goes, but yeah, I, I say that's, that's the biggest thing that, that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Something I notice when just immediately going on your social medias is, you know, these titles, they can mislead people and make it be like, Oh, oh he's going to say this and this. But then when you, you click on the video, you really understand, you know, he's breaking this down. He's not attacking anyone. Yeah. He's really right. not, he's really trying to provide information for you to understand. And I guess for the person that is watching that and doesn't really fully want to see you as a 360 human being, they just see you, oh, for this post, this is just him. Mm-hmm. Like, could you tell us about, you know, when you felt your lowest and from an outsider's point of view, you felt like you, and they would see it as you were at the top of the world. Oh, when, when I felt my lowest and they would see it as that I was at the top of the world? Yeah, you could tell like when, you're at your lowest, but from an outsider's point of view, it may seem oh, like I see. the top of the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I'd say the biggest point was when I was uh, about 33 and I had, quote, retired, right? I had, had basically quit my job, had enough income coming from real estate, like passive income. And my plan was just to like to go to Hawaii, just to like live on the beach and stuff like that. And I And I did. And I was miserable, right? From everyone else's perspective, here I had achieved the success. And, you know, by all means, I was successful financially. I, I even had a good physique. I, you know, I had a lot of things going for me, but I didn't feel good about myself. I, because I knew that I wasn't living up to my potential. I knew that I couldn't just sit there and not do anything. And, you know, and that's where I started pushing myself physically to run marathons, to like, to start building up my businesses and, um, and that, and to even break my, my social, you know, inhibitions to get out there, to become more social, to be, you know, to, to grow as much as I could. But, but at that point in life, I mean, like I said, like I was a millionaire, like people thought that I was successful and I was successful by, by the world's means, but you know, true success is 
it's you know it's like winning it's like you lose it every night when you go to sleep like you have to wake up and decide that you're a winner again and you have to fight the battle again so you know when people say that someone's successful it's it doesn't matter if everyone in the world thinks you're successful just like it doesn't matter if everyone in the world thinks that you're a failure it only matters what you think, what you really, really think uh, when you go to bed at night. Like, did you put in the work today? Did you do what you can? You know, did you live by your principles? Those are the questions that determine whether you're successful or not. Uh, and, and only you know the answer to that. And only that, and that's the only persons whose opinion on it counts. So. Mm, wow, that's amazing. No, yeah, that's perfect. I was literally just about to ask how you define success, but I mean, that's it right there. And and just real uh, like for you and your story uh, specifically, when you had your mindset on it, like on the future and, and once I reached this level, you know, this is success. Uh, how did you get out of that trap of constantly putting success as something that's in the future rather than no, this is a mindset this is something I need to adopt now. Yeah, I mean, it was from a lot of disappointment from, I mean, so many milestones I would hit in life and be like, okay, then I'll be successful. Or, you know, we call it being happy is really how we equate this. And so it's like, yeah, I remember thinking, well, if I could just get a job as a programmer, I'll be happy. And then it's like, if I can make six figures, if I could make this amount of money, you know, if I could, you know, get you know, get this girl, get a girl, get this girl, get lots of girls, right? Whatever it was, uh, you know, I hit those milestones, become a millionaire, you know, get, you know, get benched this much, you know, all these things that, that I hit, write a book, you know, build a business, be, quit my job, like all these things. If I could just write for, or could just do YouTube videos, I, I hit all these things and I wasn't happy. Uh, in, in fact, most of the time when I accomplished major goals, I felt depressed afterwards. And so what I realized was I needed to make a shift because it's not about like setting goals should never be about what you get. It should be about what you become, right? The, the whole pur purpose of the goal, it's not to reach it. It's to give you a direction to move so that you can grow. That's the thing. And, and so my whole philosophy on setting goals has shifted now. I don't want to, you know, set a goal so that I can get there right instead i want to set a goal so it's just making it a direction something for me to, to aim for uh, to, to choose to to move in that direction right so for example you know last year i set a goal of running a hundred mile race mm -hmm. and it, it, it wasn't for my health <laughs> i wasn't going to make money there was like you know but what it was was it was that challenge the the work that i have to put in that would cause me to grow and that was the direction I wanted to grow, to become stronger, to become tougher, right? And that was really the, the reason for setting that goal. Mm, wow. Something that I feel like a lot of people just need to take a step back and see is, you know, what are your day-to-day, -day, you know, things that you do once you wake up? Like, do you have a routine? Do you have things that you need to write down that you need to do? Like, how is, like, say, you know, a shortened day in the life? Yeah. So for the most part, uh, you know, my, my life is a little bit different than, than it was when I was in, in as much of a hustle mode. And I, and I vary from time to time, but, but basically what it looks like is that I plan my week and then I plan my days. And so I have certain number of Pomodoro that I do is basically like a 25 minute work and then five minute break uh, system. But I plan those out so that I'm doing so many per day. And then I have like this planning board where I have all the cards of the stuff that I'm going to do. And I have it scheduled for, for my week. And I basically work 
you know, from, you know, from when I, when I start my work day, which is usually, you know, somewhere around 8 a.m. or so till like five or six at night and get all the work done that I can during that time. And it, and I, and it's what I've planned and prioritized. And that's, uh, that, that's basically how it goes. You know, uh, I don't do a lot of like, I try to not have a lot of extra stuff added in there, you know, morning routines type of stuff, because I feel like it creates a burden that, that you either go through the motions to do it or you don't feel like doing it. So then it, it creates another barrier to getting work done. So I just, pretty much just sit down at my desk and start working oh wow okay yeah that works out then yeah. and uh on on that note as well like what's one of the things that you feel guys in their 20s uh should focus on specifically in this in this phase what is something that that you feel like they should start focusing on yeah i mean the big the big thing is starting to build a business now I think that makes a lot of sense because if you do it now, you know, within five years, you could, you could be to the point where you can make enough money to live off of it. And within 10 years, you could be, you know, rich and it could happen before then, you know, but it's, it's a worthwhile effort to pursue, especially when you're young, cause you got enough time and you don't have a lot of expenses. So, you know, if you're eventually going to want to, you know, build a business and then start working on that. Even if you're working a regular job, start building a side business. You need to have something else uh, for, for income coming in. And then, uh, and then, you know, and then the other thing I'd say, which is critical too, is, is reading a lot of good books. That's uh, so important to do in, in your, in your twenties, because it's going to shape your mindset and how you, uh, how you live your life, which, you know, will prevent you from making mistakes uh, that that will cost you down the road, uh, you know, invest in, in your health and your fitness, you know, get in shape. It's going to be easier to do it now, right? Get on a strict diet, you know, pay, pay the dues, basically pay sacrifice. Don't waste your time partying. Don't waste your time playing video games. You know, you can do some of that stuff later on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and don't waste your time chasing women around too much. You know, you can do it a little bit like develop your social skills, but it's going to be much easier for you to attract uh, attractive women when you're in your thirties. It, it will like, if you do what you're supposed to do, if you have a good job, if you have a business that you've started building, if you have a good physique, if you've done those things and developed your social skills and have improved yourself and improved your mind and have developed your masculinity and know who you are as a man, then by the time you're, you know, in your thirties, you'll, it'll be easier, right? Don't, don't swim against the current, right? Swim with the current. So work on all that stuff and, and really think of it as like, you know, the thing I always think about in life is that do things, make choices right now that will make you, give you the best life five years from now, right? Mm -hmm. Keep making those choices because that's going to lead you down the right the right path of, of making smart choices. Cause eventually that time's coming, right? Too many, mm-hmm. I think uh, it's like I said, with the crypto, it's like, if you're in your twenties right now and you, and your plan for getting rich is that Bitcoin's going to go up or whatever crypto. Uh, okay. Maybe that might be true, but that's, that's a horrible plan. Cause you don't, ha- that's, that's depending on not having any kind of business skills, not developing yourself in any way, like just having this moonshot. And if it doesn't work out, you're screwed. And even if it does work out, you're probably screwed because you're still going to be like an idiot with a bunch of money, like 
that's not a good thing to be either, right? So work on actually growing and improving yourself. Don't try and take any kind of shortcuts. Realize that you're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to put in the grind. Life is a grind and start doing it now and stop delaying it, right? So many so many guys I see just going out and spending money, partying, trying to like live their best life now in their 20s. No, live your best life in your 30s. Uh, don't, don't do it in your 20s because, you know, it'll be much easier right so it's like you know i always tell guys like it's like okay you know you can go to the club and pop a bottle you know get it on your credit card uh now and then pay for it for the next you know five years or you can you can not do that now and and save that money invest that money invest in yourself and then when you're 30 you can do it from cash from some spare cash that you have that's not a big deal like some leftover money and you're not going to pay for it you know for it's going to be a lot cheaper in a sense so make those smart choices mm, okay now that, that's some really good stuff and i'm also curious as to where you want to put more emphasis on uh for example yeah starting that business you know taking these these risks and developing a skill on the side and and putting money into these things or or do you feel like people should also have a balance of maybe investing in, in certain things or putting money aside and saving it? Or wh where do you stand on, on the saving versus uh, putting that money? Uh, the yeah, don't, don't save money. Don't invest money. It's um, until you have money because it doesn't even make sense cuz you know compounding interest doesn't really work very well unless you have either a lot of time, a lot of money to start with or a very very high interest rate, right? So you know too many people are taking the the slow path, you know read read Millionaire Fastline by MJ DeMarco and, uh, and and you know that that's a good thing to to get some knowledge in this but but basically you know, guys ask me all the time, what should I, where should I invest a thousand dollars? Right. If and my answer is nowhere. Don't, why waste the time? Don't think like invest in yourself, buy a course, buy a program, buy education, buy training, buy, you know, something, you know, to build your business, whatever it is, invest in yourself because it doesn't make any sense because you're not going to, you're not going to make a lot of money off of a thousand dollars. Like it, it's, it's a waste of your time and effort instead spend that time and effort making money or figuring out how to make more money. And then you can invest that, that money, right? That's, that makes a lot more sense, right? Until you can buy some real estate, right? You can put 20% down on, on real estate. So you need like really, you know, minimum 30, 40 K before you, it, it even matters. Cause once you can start buying some real estate, then you're getting a high enough return, that that that's worth it on on that amount of money you've got enough capital but when you don't have a lot of capital don't like you know if you're working a summer job don't save that money just spend that money so i mean invest a lot of it in your in yourself and then enjoy the rest of it like because it's it's such small potatoes right it doesn't matter when you're making if you're making like 15 bucks an hour right now saving that money when you when you're going to be able to make a lot more money it's it's ridiculous like use that money to be able to make it so you can make more money figure out some skills you know invest in yourself but don't don't think about that because you're not going to get rich uh you know making less than six figures a year 
It's just not going to ever happen, no matter how much you save, no matter how smartly you invest, it doesn't matter. So you got to figure out if you're making less than six figures a year, then take all the money you're making and figure out a way to make it so you can make more than six figures a year. Because then now you can save 10, 20,000, maybe $30,000 a year. And now you can actually do some real investing, but don't, don't waste your time. Uh, you know, th think about, uh, you know, trying to get to a point where you make enough money where it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, yeah, that makes, that makes complete sense. And uh, also I'm curious as to what advice you have for those who are trying to find that work slash passion balance, because usually when someone wants to start a skill or start a business, you know, it's something around their interests It's something they're trying to grow. Uh, where do you find that balance, if any, or, or where should the focus be on, on this situation? Yeah, there's a really good book by Cal Newport called uh, So Good They Can't Ignore You. I recommend reading that book. He, he kind of addresses the, the idea of like, follow your passion, which, which is horrible advice. You shouldn't follow your passion. Uh, you should bring passion to what you do, mm. right? So uh, but the thing is like, whatever you do, whatever you love, you're eventually going to hate, you know, that it's two sides of the same coin. And, you know, you, you could just, I call it the closet of broken dreams, right? It's like, you know, a guitar that you picked up that you didn't learn to play really played for a little bit, some soccer cleats from when you're going to play soccer and then, you know, yellow belts from karate and some drumsticks, whatever you have, you know, a novel half written or actually one chapter written, like all these things that, uh, that you think you're going to do and then you don't finish them. Uh, and the reason why is because like you lose the passion for it, right? If, if that's what you think is, you know, the, the motivation, it, it disappears. Instead, you have to commit to things and say, look, I'm going to make this shit happen and I'm going to put the work into it uh, because you're, you're going to hit the point where you're going to feel burnt out. You're going to feel like this is not the thing you want to do anymore. And then you're going to be tempted to move on, but you're never going to get anywhere in life if, if you do that. Uh, there's sort of this, this, thing that happens is it's like initially when you start doing something you have a high amount of of passion and motivation uh, because you're interested in it but then what and you're learning real quick you're making gains very quickly because you're a beginner okay and so that keeps your motivation going up what starts to happen as you start to get better is that you you stop seeing the gains so your motivation drops and so you feel like you don't have passion for this thing anymore and it becomes boring and you don't like it anymore. And so most people quit there, but if you push through and push through that wall and push through what people think is burnout, then on the other side of it, as you're, as you start to become more expert level in that skill, then all of a sudden you start to see gains come again and you start enjoying it more because you are, it's more rewarding because you're good at something you're really good at it. And, you know, and you get a disproportionate share of the, of the rewards, right? So that's the key is to, is to push through and, and not just, you know, go based on what is your passion, pick a thing. It doesn't even matter what it is, put your passion into it and become successful at it. Oh, wow. oh yeah, that, that's perfect. That, that makes so much sense. Cause I feel like that's, that's basically what discipline is, right? I mean, it's also that, that bulldog mindset is working despite that lack of motivation and, right. and putting in that consistency and effort into making that mm -hmm. success happen, right? Yeah, I know. Right. And I can, I can definitely feel that hitting someone out there, someone listening, someone's like, you know what? Yes, this is my time. You know, this is the sign 
whatever sign they decided they needed but you know Mm -hmm. some advice that they can finally really indulge in and take in and something is like for the upcoming generation out there listening watching wondering how to even begin and starting to develop a better overall mindset like what are your top five books you recommend to them or any other sources that you'd wish you would we would have known sooner yeah i mean i would say as a man thinketh it's a real short book real good one uh by james allen and then uh and then let's see how about How about uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl? That's also a really good book. He was a Holocaust survivor. And he yeah. really, if you want to get rid of the victim mindset, if anyone could call himself a victim, he could. And he, he, he didn't. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, I would say, you know, for reprogramming your mind, like Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. It's an older book, but very, very good uh, book. Uh let me see what else I would say. There's so many good books here, but I think that every every guy should read uh, The Way of Men by Jack Donovan. Uh, it's a good book about what it is to be a man in masculinity. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's another one I would say that's real good. Um, so many to choose from. Mm. definitely some good ones so far i mean yeah yeah. it would change from time to time but i would say maybe like the four agreements uh would be would be another another good one there's Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot of lot of books but yeah perfect okay well that works no that was really good i appreciate that because i know someone out there now has at least some baseline of what can I do to get started? Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that I notice now, a lot of people like to show their highlights on, you know, social media. They like to just show the glitz and the glamour. And especially nowadays, that's really what people see. They only see that and they think, you know, why is that not happening to me? Mm-hmm. So for you personally, and maybe everything is going good. I, don't, I mean, I personally, I don't know, but that's why, you know, I'm saying, you know, what's been, you know, one of your biggest failures in the last year? And what do you think that happened? Yeah, I mean, shoot, there's been, there's a lot, <laughs> you know, I've done a lot of things that I thought were going to work that didn't end up working out. Uh, you know, I mean, one of them was just uh, even last year when I was trying to run that 100 mile race with COVID and everything, mm-hmm. it messed it up. Like I couldn't, I, you know, I couldn't, the races were canceled. You know, the race I entered was canceled. I ran 50 miles. I had to run it by myself because the race was canceled. So I just did that. And, and then, uh, and then I was training for the hundred miles and, you know, there was, there was multiple things that, that went wrong. One of them was that I got, uh, I started to get sick uh, and that sent me back. And then a second one was, I think my training, I had a coach, but you know, still my responsibility, my training was probably not what I needed. It wasn't, it wasn't exactly enough, even though I was running like 70 miles a week. Uh, and I kind of knew it and I should have, you know, been prepared for that. But then when I was ready to start to, to do the run, to attempt it, uh, I, I was sick. And so it, it set me back. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it was a big, you know, I, I spent a year training for this thing and I, and then at the end I couldn't end up doing it. Uh, but I put in all the effort and, and work that I could, you know, up to that point. But uh, but yeah, it was a failure. So 
but you know, I learned from it, I grew from it, and I really got what I wanted out of the experience was the 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 work of 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 growing myself through it. But yeah, but there's been a ton of you know business failures, things that I thought were gonna take off, you know, things that you know campaigns I've run that I got you know no return on. So plenty of videos. I mean, you know, I make videos and sometimes the best videos strike out <laughs> and sometimes the, you know, so there's, there's a lot of things for sure. No, that's so, that's so amazing. You know, the, the ability to be vulnerable with it and, you know, show the people, you know, this is, you know, I am doing well financial wise, you know, social media wise, but, you know, there's still things that, you know, I go that happen in my life and I struggle with. And I feel like that shows to others, you know, we have the capability of also failing and keep going. Mm. And I think yeah. one last question for me, and then we can lead on to rapid fire questions to just wrap it up. So this might be a little selfish is when, when did you start with the running and like, what were the first things you did to fully start to develop that? And what advice would you give to beginner runners? Yeah. I mean, when I first started running, I was just, I just did like a couch to 5k program. And then I was running just 5k like three times a week, you know, 3.1 miles or so. And I never started liking running and I never got any better. I never got any faster because it's just not enough. You have to do a lot of it in order to really see growth. So I would say, you know, if you can afford a coach, just get a coach. It's like a hundred bucks a month to like do a virtual coach or so maybe 120 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And you can get, you know, someone who can make the plan for you, tell you what to train and, uh, you know, but uh, aside from that, you know, just uh, start, just start training on a, on a half marathon training program, and then a marathon training program. Like, you know, if you just get on the program, something that's proven that people have done, and you just follow what you're supposed to do, you will get there. You know, it might not be the most optimal if you're trying to like run as efficiently as possible or to you know, get the best time, but mm -hmm. it will get you there. And then from there, you can, you know, you can work on the specifics but you know ultimately you just gotta it's trusting the process right it's like okay you know what you're supposed to run so you just go and you do that run you just have to have something on paper where you know okay today i'm supposed to run this many miles because if you just leave it up to yourself like i'm just going to start running and i'll just run when i feel like running you're never going to get anywhere mm -hmm. good no, that's really good thank you for that i appreciate that i know someone else took that Yes. Yes. So now we're going to go and wrap this up with our last five questions. Now, these can be rapid fire questions. You can elaborate on some if you'd like, uh, but really let's go ahead and jump into the first one. And the first one is um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Hmm. Um, um, oh, I, you know, I think that, uh, uh, well, I guess it would change from day to day, but I'll, I'll say this one is that, you know, Marcus Aurelius said uh, basically that, uh, you know, how, how, how much more uh, grievous are the results of anger than the causes of it. Mm. So, you know, it's like when you get mad, what you do is, is usually worse than what made you mad. So you know, think about that. That's, really That's good. a good one. All righty. Next one is what's the worst piece of advice that you've ever received hmm that's interesting oh i know what it is stay in your lane <laughs> that you know there is no fucking lane you can do whatever you want to do 
you know, mm. no one has to knight you or mint you an expert. You you oh. can do whatever you want to do. Nice. Yeah. All Hell right. Yeah. Hell yeah. On to the third question. What's something that you know to be true, but that others might disagree with you on? Hmm. What do I know to be true? I, I would say, I mean, there's probably a lot of things, <laughs> but well, I mean, I'll say this because, you know, especially to a younger audience of men, that's really important to understand, which is this is that it's not all about about looks. It's not all about looks, right? So many guys today are brainwashed into believing that it's all about looks, right? And it's not that looks don't matter. It's it's there's so much more that matters. It's about the whole package. It's, it's about being a high status, high value guy and building yourself up. It's not just, you know, people will tell you that it's all about looks that, you know, they will give you the evidence of it. Uh, you know, people will, will try and convince you that oh, it doesn't matter, uh, but it's, it's not correct. What, what is correct is that it matters to a degree, but you have to work on other things. Your social skills matter, right? What you say matters. The number of of times you're willing to face rejection, that matters, right? How you think about yourself, how you act, that matters. So all of those things are are more important than than looks itself. So, awesome. No, that, that's a really good oh, one right oh, there. Really good. On to the fourth. What's something you wish you knew earlier? I I would say that that building a business is the, is the best way to, to build wealth. Hmm. I, I wish I would have known that. Cause then I would have just started, I would never probably have worked for anyone else. I would have just started building a business from the beginning. So. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And the fifth and final question is what is one law that everyone in the world had to, like, if you could create one law, uh, what would that law be? And if everyone in the world had to follow it, what would it be? Hmm, that's interesting. I'm I'm libertarian, so I'm not mm. uh, <laughs> I'm not for creating creating laws. But uh, if if I could create one, uh, hmm, I think it would be. And by the no way, whining. Oh, the whining. Yeah, no whining. You no can't whining. whine. <laughs> Ooh, no whining. That's a good one. No, that is yeah. Perfect. Again, what I was going to say is, by the way, guys, these questions were inspired by Jay Shetty. So if y'all know him, this is what we got these amazing last five uh, rapid fire questions. And I feel like that's the best way to, to wrap it up here. Yes, definitely. I also just want to express some gratitude. Yes. Thank you, you know, for taking the time out of your day to be here with us and hopefully inspire someone to do yeah. better with them. You know, starting today, you have a reason you've got, you know, you can go through this whole podcast really sit and indulge with what you know just went down and mm -hmm. see what can I do now action wise to mm -hmm. better myself and exactly. I feel like you know you dropped a lot of you know nuggets yeah. in there yeah. and you know we do appreciate that so thank you so much yes definitely yeah. no we do we really do appreciate that and also where are some of the places where people can find you where do you want to leave the our audience to yeah, I mean, the best thing to do is just to go to bulldogmindset.com and then you'll see a little pop-up to take the bulldog quiz, which you should take so you can figure out what your bulldog score is uh, from zero to 100. Uh, it basically is going to tell you how mentally tough you are and how, you know, how well you are set on the path 
to to success in life. And yeah, so just go to that bulldogmindset.com and I'll send you some videos and some ways to raise your score and an analysis of it after you do that. So awesome. Perfect. All right, perfect. And either way, we will have uh, all the socials down below. Yes. Everything that y'all need will be down below. So that's it then. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you guys.